Finance Minister Christia Freeland unveiled the second budget of the Liberals' mandate focusing on reducing spending. And he, as she says, they want to also support Canadians who have been hit hard by high inflation and rising interest rates. Now, for a government known for big spending and big deficits, this could be considered a, a smaller budget. In total, there is $43 billion of new spending. Here's uh, Global News Ottawa correspondent David Aiken with a breakdown of today's budget. The budget centerpiece is a one-time cost-of-living rebate worth $467 for couples with children, $234 for single Canadians, and an extra $225 for seniors. The government is calling it a grocery rebate, but you can spend it on anything you want. It will be paid out to 11 million Canadians. When? That's TBD. The government also promises to lower credit card transaction fees for businesses and prohibit what it calls hidden junk fees that consumers pay. Things like roaming charges or surcharges for concert tickets, even excess baggage fees. Freeland also announced an expansion of what is now called the Canadian Dental Care Plan. That's a plan that had covered dental bills for children in lower income households. Now, by the end of 2023, any uninsured person in a household earning less than $90,000 can get federal dental coverage. The government is also scaling back a planned tax hike on beer, wine and spirits. The alcohol excise tax will now jump 2% on April the 1st, rather than 6.5%. Overall, new spending commitments total $43 billion over the next five years. And most of that is a result of increased health transfers to the provinces. That was uh, Global News Auto correspondent David Aiken reporting. And as he said, $43 billion in new spending. Um, a large number, but when you compare it to past budgets, one could argue uh, small uh, in size uh, in regards to um, what the government uh, has been promising in the past. Now, Finance Minister Christia Freeland did say that she was trying to find a balance in regards to this particular budget. Take a listen. We needed in this budget to find a balance a balance between continuing to invest in Canadians, to invest in affordability for Canadians who are feeling the pinch of inflation right now. We know that fiscal responsibility matters. We know that maintaining Canada's AAA credit rating matters. We know that not adding fuel to the flames of inflation matters. That was Finance Minister Christia Freeland speaking earlier today. Joining me now is Dr. Alan Tupper. He's a professor in the Department of Political Science at UBC. Uh, Dr. Tupper, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Uh, how would you describe this budget? Well, it's an interesting one for a lot of reasons. It's going to be very controversial, uh, as they always are, federal budgets and uh, budgets in general. But I, I think it's interesting in that it's very in line with what the Liberals have said they're going to do. It is a uh, got a lot of new money in one sense, and it's had a very heavy emphasis in this budget on the promotion of green industries, particularly electricity, hydrogen, all these kinds of things, and. Uh, the argument there being it's essential to keep up with the Americans who are doing much, much more than this in terms of greening their economy under Biden. So it's got a lot of stuff. The dental care program and the health care expenditures are uh, being promised. The health care have all been negotiated in bilateral uh, deals with the provinces. 
And the uh, dental uh, care has been an expansion of a federal initiative that was led uh, to them by uh, the NDP. Mm-hmm. So the NDP is happy. But uh, it's, it's, it's what we've seen from this government. And uh, it's not tough on spending in any really uh, dramatic way. And uh, it has a lot of money going out. And in some sense, it'll be a large debate about whether that's a good sort of budget for the times. The Conservatives will have their views. That is for sure. Um, your sense of uh, deficits and debt, and I, I think back to the Jean Chrétien era and uh, Paul Martin era, uh, where the deficit was eliminated. And uh, Liberals are proposing to cut more than $15 billion in spending from the government's books over the next five years with this budget. Uh, they say they want to reduce the amount of departments and crown corporations uh, on how much they spend on contracting out services and in travel. Um, and they figure that'll be $15 billion over five years. Now, this government has had deficits. And at one point, there was talk of uh, uh, going back into the black, eliminating the deficit by 2027. No one's saying that now. Do deficits matter to the public at this particular point in a pandemic and a post-pandemic environment in your mind? Well, it's a very important question. Uh, deficits matter in one sense when they get excessively large and lead to tax increases and other potential problems. But I think at this point, the Liberals' guess and hunch and want is that Canadians say, look, we've been through the pandemic, which drove up spending by governments everywhere, Canada being no less an exception. That's just the nature of the thing. It had a severe economic impact and a tremendous impact on many businesses and individuals. So those things had to be done. And the other things that continue to be huge public priorities are healthcare spending. And that is there. The controversial ones, I think, are what to what degree public opinion supports the Liberals' initiatives on uh, the green economy. And I think they certainly will have greater purchase given their emphasis on the U.S. and the need to really keep going into that because it's a global problem. The other subtle message, I think, Jazz, in this whole budget was that We've got to look differently at the world, and we've got to spend a lot more money dealing with our friends, our neighbors, and and a lot less time emphasis on effort on China. Hmm. So we have a major foreign policy push in this that's manifest in the budget. But I think the unbalance we'll see, and as, as I said earlier, uh, Jazz, the uh, The uh, big issue here will be the Conservatives. We'll have a very, very difficult, different position on this whole matter. Uh, And they're moving. They think they can win the next election, obviously. And so that's going to be a big controversy. And this budget and any others the Liberals do before the next election will be really at the heart of it. Mm-hmm. Well, Pierre Polyev will be joining us on the show at 5 o'clock to give us his uh, perspective and view on the budget. Uh, that's at, right after the 5 o'clock news. Uh, Dr. Rappi, you do raise a very good issue. It, it, I'm not saying it's two perspectives on Canada, uh, whether it's conservative or liberal, but there's certainly almost stark differences in, in the sense that, you know, I think there's a greater, greater emphasis and conversation on deficits. Uh, and debt on the conservative side, a greater conversation in and around even law and order to a certain degree in regards to dollars that we're spending there. 
it's a pretty stark difference, isn't there, between the liberals and, and the conservatives, even with this budget and their perspectives on, on, on where Canada is? Oh, I think you're absolutely right. I think there's those positions are going to become very clearly uh, laid out in the next uh, several years as we move towards the election. I think the Conservatives will go forward and be interesting to hear what Paul Iver, uh, says later this afternoon at 5 about this. And uh, the other thing, though, is it, they will stress the need to eliminate debt, to reduce the role of government, to put more money in the hands of Canadians. That will be very different messages. The, the Liberals certainly know those kinds of issues, but their priorities have been on the other side of the ledger. There's no doubt about it, and they're uh, lesser concerned with debts and deficits. The big question, I think, Jazz, in all this is to what degree the Canadian public really is concerned about the overall state of the federal finances. And in some ways, a lot of it is symbolic to people to say that that is going to be X billion as opposed to a smaller amount and all those kinds of things have a degree of abstraction. The real thing is you've got to be able to make it clear to Canadians, one side of the debate or the other, that they're genuinely better off with this kind of budget that and this kind of spending, or they're worse off. And you've got to make it speak to people in their day-to-day lives. And in this budget, you might say there's some quite a few elements. The doubling or the retention of the uh, GST rebate premium for people in very low incomes mm-hmm. is a substantial move. The elimination of the 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 reduction of the alcohol excise tax from 6 to 2% could have a significant impact on people depending on their lifestyle. And uh, the other one, there's, there's a couple of other points just very quickly on this that mm-hmm. might have general appeal. There's been a, there's a very substantial increase to the student grant elements of the Canada Student Loan Plan, which hasn't been talked about yet. And there's uh, the other thing, the elimination of the capacity of the uh, uh, credit card companies to uh, impose large surcharges on people uh, because of the rates, in effect, that businesses are passing on to uh, consumers. So we don't know. But yeah, you raise... your your perspective is absolutely correct. Yeah, the grocery views of the country. The grocery rebate, I think, is very important for the moment. But I think that when they talk about the junk fees, you know, the 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 ability to have uh, the ability to charge your cell phone, whatever company you buy a cell phone from, it's very retail. Uh, the junk yeah. fees, once again, people are tired of the excess baggage fees at, at airlines and all those types of things. So it's very much retail uh, as well. So it'll be yeah. very interesting to see how people respond to that uh, as well. Doctor Tupper, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. Good to talk, John.